0: Hello, wonderful listeners. It's just me, Pippin Major, sloth-in-chief of Hanging Soul Studios and creator of Clockwork Bird, dropping in very briefly to introduce this tiny interview segment with Alex, one of our voice actors at Hanging Soul Studios who plays Sophie Bennett in Clockwork Bird. There's plenty more behind-the-scenes content, including an uncut version of this interview and an uncut version of the interview last week with Daisy and Gary, available for patrons on our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com forward slash hanging studios. We've got loads of cool stuff over there, but don't sweat if you can't donate to us, we know it's a tough time for everybody. Thank you so much for listening and please enjoy the interview.
1: I'm Alex, I voice Dr. Sophie Bennett in Clockwork Bird. I'm an artist, a writer, a beekeeper. And I'm currently getting a PhD in climate change fiction. Did you
0: like the character you played in the show?
1: That's a great question. Uh, Yes, I have a great amount of fondness for Sophie. Her lines are always fun. I enjoy how sardonic she is. Um, But there's also a great deal of sincerity to her that sometimes breaks through. Although uh, never for the right reasons. She's smart and determined and driven. And a super nuanced character who never really commits to black and white ideals of, you know, good and evil. Uh, That's what I like about all of the characters in Clockwork Bird. The nuance of character morality makes them really well-rounded, interesting people who you could conceivably just bump into in real life. Uh, as a person, no. <laughs> I think I think she's probably the um, the worst character in the main cast. I mean, I'm not including obviously uh, evil Yuko Corporation uh, as a character. They're a bit too nervous for that. Um, yeah, definitely the worst character. Worst girl. <laughs> you could, I think, if you were being very, very, very generous. Uh, say that her heart was in the right place and her intentions were good, uh, but that doesn't at all excuse her actions. And uh, you know what they say about intentions and a certain road to somewhere that uses them for paving stones. Um, I'll, I'll say this in her favour: she's not quite Victor Frankenstein. In that she doesn't abandon her creation. But if you're being compared to Victor Frankenstein, uh, I'd say you've 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 hit rock bottom. <laughs> Would you take your character out for a pint at the pub? I think I would, uh, out of a sense of morbid curiosity. Although, uh, to be very honest, I really can't see Sophie going for a pint of anything. Um, I just don't think it's really her scene. I think you'd have to like drag her out and she'd be like awkward in the corner. You could not get her in like spoons or anywhere like that. Um, I think though, I'd really like to hear her talk about her work. Um, I really like her take on it. Um, I know we get a lot of um, her internalized ideas and thoughts um, about her work in in the monologues I get. To read out, but um, there's not there's never really that much about that much information about what she does, um, mostly because it doesn't exist. <laughs> but I would still love to hear her talk about uh, synapses and rewiring the human brain, and not that I'd understand much, if any of it. Uh, I'm extremely not sciencey. I did A level biology, and it was a mistake. Um, but yeah, I think I think I would go for a pint with them just to see what she'd saved for herself.
0: Did you think your character was in the right or in the wrong during the run of the show?
1: Uh, I think Sophie was right about maybe one thing, uh, that Robin definitely would have died without her intervention. Um, she was wrong about absolutely everything else, absolutely everything. And um, deep down, I think she knew that too even if she managed to convince herself uh, she was right i think there's a lot of denial there and i always came to sophie with a lot of mental gymnastics like i can just see herself her, i think she's i think she does have a strong moral compass i just don't think it's uh, at all attuned in any of the right directions and i think sophie would have been, able, been very willing to mow down a lot of people, to get to where she wanted with her research, if she could justify it by saying, oh, it's it's for the greater good.
0: If someone was to ask you what you thought Clockwork Bird was about, what would you tell them?
1: Um, I would say Clockwork Bird is about, you know, hubris, <laughs> proper Greek tragedy hubris. And... That' sort of hubris that extends to how humans are determined to fix things and people often at the cost of um, human integrity and dignity, and Pip did such a great job with the themes of Clockwork Bird and you know really breaking away from a lot of established tropes about um, i don't know the, the the Frankenstein narrative, and I think hubris though is one of the um, The tropes and themes that really, really works in this uh, podcast. And it's interesting to see uh, what other people will think of it. I mean, I think other people will probably uh, disagree with me just going, yeah, it's all about humor. (laughs) Um, And to those people, I say, well, it's also about how awesome and cool AI is. (laughs) Uh, But that's just, that's just my opinion.
0: What was your favourite part of the show? Uh,
1: my personal favourite part is the uh, first interaction you hear between Alice and Sophie. A um, bit behind the scenes was my first time I'd ever done voice acting. <laughs> I never, I'd only ever recorded myself reading poetry out loud to send to people for jokes. And it was the first time I'd ever done anything like this—reading from a script and actually being recorded on professional or uh, professional-looking equipment—and listening to myself on Apple Podcasts a few weeks later, uh, with it edited and made to sound really good, um, was super surreal. I, I'd never—I honestly didn't feel real until that moment. Um, you know, it was—it was really cool. Uh, but that moment where Alice and Sophie are having that conversation. Um, is you know so interesting because it's such a brief conversation, but you have a really good idea of who the characters are and what they want and what they're trying to do. But you're still left with yet more questions. Actually, if I can have another favorite part of the show, it's the mystery that's spreaded throughout. Uh, I love how you're always left with some questions unanswered that you get to mull over and speculate on. Um, I love mysteries so. That aspect of the show is definitely uh, up there. Uh, Probably my favourite part.
0: What was your favourite thing about the process of making this podcast?
1: Uh, My favourite thing about making the show was (laughs) definitely recording with Jesse. Believe it or not, we we never really rehearsed together, uh, aside from, you know, saying the old things uh, in the room, like literally just before. So everything you hear... Um, is basically just banter (laughs) and us bouncing off each other's characters. Uh, Pip even rewrote sections of the script so we'd have more snarky back and forth between Sophie and Alice just because uh, for some reason we were just really clicking with the back and forth. I'm pretty sure that um, I was the one who messed up the majority of the takes normally because I flub a line and swear or because I was laughing so much, but the atmosphere was just, you know, perfect for that. I'm super grateful that I had the chance to try my hand at voice acting and I really can't wait to get stuck into the next projects coming up from Hanging Soft Studios. I'd also like to thank uh, all of you for listening and for giving our podcast a chance and also listening through the interviews. I know I often skip those on the podcasts I listen to. Uh, But I really hope you enjoyed it and I really hope you stick around. We've got some really cool things coming up that I hope you enjoy. Yeah, uh, thanks.
0: There you go, that's Alex who plays Dr. Sophie Bennett. I hope you enjoyed getting to know her a little bit better. I'd just like to reiterate her thanks for you all for listening. It's absolutely incredible that you've stuck with us throughout 30 episodes of this show. And you're continuing to listen to these interviews and whatnot now. It's just fabulous. This morning we hit 11,000 listens on Clockwork Bird, which is just absolutely crazy. Um, And Alex did make reference to upcoming projects in that interview, which, yes, we do have some very cool announcements coming up in the next few weeks. So keep an eye out for that and um, we have open casting calls at the moment over on hangingsawcestudios.wordpress.com forward slash auditions there's a link for that in the descriptions if you're interested in being part of one of our shows and of course like I said at the beginning if you'd like to support us and support our actors and help us start compensating them which we can't actually afford to do at the moment um, so if we can pay them for their time that would be amazing but um, obviously we know that it's a tough time for everybody um, so don't feel bad if you can't subscribe to our patreon but if you would like to if that's something that you can do and you would like to do you can do that at patreon.com forward slash hanging sloth studios Uh, there's a link for that in the description too and there's more behind the scenes content more interviews like this and i quite often sit down and talk about what it's like to make a podcast um, and all of the steps involved and quite often i'll get jesse and or alex or other sloths involved in in doing that and we also do tarot readings if that's your jam Uh, So come over and check us out on Patreon if that's something you want to do. But otherwise, don't feel bad about it. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you soon.